You're listening to Shift, human-first financial guidance with Ross Marino. Today, we are shifting the conversation with Dr. Preston Cherry. Hello. Hey, Ross. Glad to have you on here. It was great to meet you in person. We had met before that. I was so excited to have you come out to shift and, and share. And uh, really, I, I think I'd sent you a message on Twitter a while ago. I appreciate the content that you share. And, and I, I love how you present things, but you know, you've got a way with phrasing the way you put the words together. I mean, I, I literally last time actually thought, did this guy ever write songs? Because you just, you're able to break it down so simply and so memorable. So I just got to ask you, did, were you a songwriter? Where, where'd you, where'd you learn how to do that? Oh, wow. You hit the nail on the head. I, I've been writing poetry for 30 years. So, Seriously? <laughs> and songs a little bit. I mean, so I do have a collection of songs and, and poetry. So my first poem, Ross, uh, at the age 13, somewhere around there, 44. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Well, it, it's, uh, it's a skill to actually figure out how to say something in as few words as possible and get the message across where it'll be memorable. And, and I, I just noticed that. I thought, yeah, this guy's next level, man. I got to ask him that. So <laughs> bravo. So uh, yeah, keep, keep creating, keep writing. I, I think it's awesome. Let's, uh, let's, yeah. let's talk about shifts. So you were, you were part of the conference, the first shift, uh, you were involved in some sessions and uh, how about you talk about who you presented with? You guys did some really unique sessions and uh, maybe what some of the takeaways were. Yeah, Ross, uh, first of all, great job uh, envisioning the, the, the conference. Thanks for the invite. I, I, I got to present with some great friends. So uh, Dr. Sarah Acevedo, uh, Dr. Meg Lertz, and uh um, Ed Combs was fantastic, Dr. Ed Combs. I mean, so we did some sessions on some live presentation sessions, so interaction. So what we did was uh, we both role, we did role play, Ross. We did role play, which was tough. I mean, because the audience, I mean, they're professionals. They do this for a living. And when you have, when you're performing in front of your peers, and I think the Oscars were were uh, that week or two, something like that too. I mean, so it was kind of tough. Uh, so you're you're opening yourself up, but you know what? Here's the thing: we are uh, being vulnerable, we're being open, we're being honest, uh, and we're being courageous and transparent. All of these things we're asking our clients to do as well. So what we were doing, Ross, was uh, taking these theoretical aspects of uh, the human human side of money, right? And integrating those into actual practice. So, so many people ask, well, what does that have to do? It meaning these human aspects with the money and with the process and what does it look like? So we were role planning and integrating these uh, human theories, uh, academic and model wise into the process and demonstrating them. I think it was the, it was, it was the second day when we were closing the conference, there was a happy hour and I was having a conversation with some people and they were talking exactly about that, how much they appreciated the, the applicability of what they were learning and, and really wanting more of it. And I remember writing notes. It was part of my first uh, series of notes of takeaways, which is next year's theme needs to be 
human first in practice or human first in action, but something where we shift it up a little bit and, and actually make it much more engaging of this is how you do it and maybe get a few more advisors. So kicking around some ideas like that. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I I agree with with those ideas. I mean, there's so much we can build upon with uh, the feedback I, I received was it was good seeing that live. It was good seeing it. It was good hearing uh, those responses. Uh, it was good that I was able to perform with a good friend of mine, uh, Dr. Meg Lurtz, because we've been friends for a while. So we trusted one another in order to really uh, get into the role play as uh, far as being a married couple. Uh, so that was uh, that that was beneficial because we uh, the feedback I, I received and so did the uh, others was that okay, that seemed real uh, because we were uh, playing in a, in a live session and some of the some of the uh, the theories, but they're, they're not just theories on paper, uh, Ross, but we uh, a couple of them and I won't get into too much detail, but being compassionate, compassionate inquiry, meaning just uh, you know, be, uh, leading with, uh, you know, inquiry, leading with heart, you know, open up the uh, open up the heart, open up the mind. Okay, being inquisitive, uh, attachment styles to uh, different. So attachment theory, Ed did that one. Uh, so how do we deal with uh, aspects of money? So unlocking that uh, uh, willingness to change. So trans theoretical model. So he's had these fancy names. So we we as humans know what they are, but they have fancy names, right? Motivational interviewing. So it's, it's like, okay, how do we ask questions in order to draw out the information that we need? And mine was, uh, oh, uh, Sarah, she did, uh, what did she do? She did, she did, no, she did conflict resolution. So the couples have uh, these uh, instances with money where they disagree. So how do you resolve those issues or help resolve those issue, issues? And mine was, uh, walking people through their own story because they come to us to talk. So that was a quick summary, but, it, but the whole the whole gist of it was was seeing that in action because people bring their money issues to the table and they want help with clarity and confidence with them. It was so cool to see the interaction, and and I know you guys all put a lot of effort into it, and and you were intentional on what aspects you were bringing to it, and and the scripting of it, and yeah, it it, it was real, it was natural. I, I definitely enjoyed it. And I know when when I slipped in, because I, I kind of jump in and out of some of the sessions, the, the time I was in there standing in the back, I noticed a bunch of questions coming from the audience and not just questions, but it was an interactive crowd where they were just making out, they were making comments and they would stand up and it was, it was such an engaging type of presentation. And, you know, when you're on the stage or you're on the microphone, you don't know what's going to be asked. Was, was there any comment or any question that came that, that you thought was insightful or challenging or maybe caught you off guard? Yes, there, there was a, there was a few Ross and, and one, one of, one of them was, is, uh, there was a, there was a couple, one of them was, uh, how do you know when you're crossing the line from planning, financial planning, and into therapy, like clinical therapy? And well, it's 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 subjective. Uh, it's subjective, and then it's objective, and that's a subjective answer in of itself. It doesn't help yet. <laughs> it, it really, yeah, right. And I'll and I'll tell you, clinical therapy is when you're getting in when you're getting to trying to heal. Uh, a person of their um, problem or issue that they're bringing to you. And that is out of the lane of financial coaching, 
financial planning. All right. Uh, when you're talking about financial therapy, it is using uh, 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 psychology and therapy frameworks and tools and applying them at a high macro level to a financial planning process. Okay. But you're not going into the healing or the diagnostic process. Once you're getting into that lane and you start feeling uncomfortable or you, I, you identify the way, uh, uh, in a way that says, oh, okay. And you ask someone, uh, do, do you think that this is a true hindrance in life? Do you need more time? Do you need more uh, in-depth addressing of this issue uh, where better professional uh, uh, guidance uh, that would would help you in this in this way, and you ask that type of question. Do you think this would help? And then the client would say, "Yeah, this has been bothering me a long time. I I, I think I'm stuck." Right? Then they say, "Okay, well, I have a referral for you." You see. So when you're talking about diagnosis and trying to heal, then that's clinical therapy, and that's outside of the realm. That's clear. Thank thank you for that explanation. How about we shift to your practice? So you are a practitioner as well, and, and your website, you have your mission right up there. It's life money balance. So yeah. how about you define that for us? What is life money balance? Yes, you know, so many things, it's, uh, so many aspects in life, Ross, they come from a story. I love your story. I think that's what we uh, kind of click with is, is stories. And we and we shared stories. And that's, that's where life money balance came from. And that's where, uh, you know, my kind of, thing comes from is, is, is sharing a story, transformational uh, aspects of life. And I want to share that upon others. And that's where life, money, balance come from. Let your life lead your money, not your money lead your life. So define what your life aspirations are, Ross, so you can figure out what you do want to do and let go of what you don't want to do anymore. And then once that life is defined, your aspirations, thinking boldly, then your life then uh, directs where your money wants to go. And then they are aligned and they work together to work concurrently. And that's where I got the name of the financial, the, the, the firm came from too, concurrent, right? So let, let your life lead your money, not your money lead your life. That's where I got that from. Life, money, balance. Love the connection there. Now, you write, you do podcasts. Uh, I, I know you produce a lot of different content out there. So let, let's say over the last year or so, is there one topic or, or something that you produce that you really got a lot of feedback or a great response from? Yes, I, I did. Uh, ma matter of fact, I could sum up pretty much financial psychology in two episodes. I, I could, what they call it, drop the mic now, uh, drop the mic and walk away. Two episodes with my parents. And I didn't even mention a a big word or a big name or, or you know, kind of like the how we're labeling things with these uh, kind of fancy terms because they summed it up. They summed it up with their life. OK, you know, they summed it up with it. They've been married 45 years, Ross. Right. And so you're talking about these marriage, financial socialization, financial enmeshment, blah, 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 blah. You know, all these fancy terms. Right. Well, they've been through them, Ross. And so when I kicked off my podcast, it's the first two episodes and they discuss their how they chose to deal with money then 
all the way up until now through marriage, children, life, and all that type of stuff. And one of the common threads is self-worth and self-value, how they instilled self-worth and self-value into me, into my sister, and how we use those characteristics and traits to be productive citizens and how that, you know, saved us through trial, made it, you know, helped us triumph, uh, go through triumph and be productive with our money and how that was became compounding. And those emotions are compounding as much as money is compounds. That is awesome. I think somebody just posted on Twitter that their their next guest was going to be their mother. I think it was Phil Perlman. Yeah, yeah. Was it Phil who said? Yeah, it was Phil. It was Phil. It was 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 Phil. Phil. I read that and I thought, you know, my mother is really bright and she's hysterical. (laughs) I got to have her on. I just didn't even dawn on me. She's been coaching me for years. She's from the strategic uh, leadership and development type world. I thought, well, I even thought of having her on there. How silly. I got to put my mother on there. She's people like her more than me. It'll be so much fun. But yeah, so it sounds like a great idea. I, I mean, I could ask you questions all day. It's it's so fun to listen to you. I, I appreciate the work that you do. I appreciate you producing the content out there. And and I know it's a ton of work. You don't just sit down, type, and hey, look at that. I just produced something. I mean, you have to put a lot of time and energy into it. It's impactful. It's making our profession better. So thank you for what you're doing. And we look forward to talking to you again. All right. Thank you, Ross. Thank you for listening to Shift with Ross Marino. Please visit humanfirst.live to learn more. This show is for general information purposes only and is not intended to provide recommendations or advice. Speak with a legal, tax, or financial advisor before making any decisions. Past performance references are historical and do not guarantee future results.